This is the Red Beard Podcast. Hold on to your butt. Do we really suck? Or is this guy really that good? I have one speed, I have one gear. Go! Hey everybody, what's going on? This is Tony from the Red Beard Podcast, and I am here hanging out with everybody knows who. Yep, everybody knows who it is. It's, uh, who is it? Cooley. Yeah, Cooley. That's right. So, um, I'm just going to say this, man, and I kind of said it earlier, but one thing is kind of really pissing me off, and it's that no one gives a shit about Thanksgiving anymore. No one. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's passe. Yeah, but it's one of those things where I thought that Thanksgiving kind of still mattered, and I was in the mall today, and they already have up their damn Christmas decorations. Like... No, like did the did the pilgrims and all that like never happen, you know? Like, no, the pilgrims like, happen. Oh no, that shit went down. Yeah, no, the pilgrims happen, <laughs> but with their smallpox. Yeah, and their, <laughs> their smallpox and all, and all the. <laughs> I like how that's the first thing you you jump to. Jesus, oh man. Yeah, that that happened. Our offering of disease. <laughs> They brought to a perfectly untainted land. So we were just like, hey, do you want some turkey? Just murdered them. Um, no, but I, I don't know, man. It just kind of annoys me. It's just like I I get it. I feel like as soon as September happens, like the end of August happens, and it's like, hey, back to school before it's, you know people are even going to school. And I always hated that. And then you're in mid-September, and you're like, you know, oh, Halloween, oh Halloween's here. And then you're like, Halloween, I can't wait to get, oh, oh my God, like Thanksgiving, oh, oh, it's Christmas. You have no time mm. to accept the holiday like as yeah. it would naturally come. I think the only time I've, I found out that no one gave a shit about Thanksgiving is when I went to Montreal. I was in Montreal, and I remember walking uh, right through like this underground mall. And, um, you know, I was like, Thank, like Thanksgiving hadn't happened. It was maybe like like three or four days away. Yeah. And they had these Victoria Secret like angels dressed up with like wings and Santa hats. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, in Montreal? Yeah. But I was like, oh, what happened to Thanksgiving? And then I was like, wait a minute, it's Canada. Yeah. You know, so it was kind of one of those things where it's like, that was the first time where I was like, there was a warranted reason for Thanksgiving yeah, to okay. be overlooked. But in America, it should be considered. Yeah, because I was because be. I was thinking that when you were telling the story, I'm like, but wait, it's Canada. Why would they have Thanksgiving? Yeah, I was getting to that. All right, you know, I felt like I could make you feel confused for a minute. <laughs> you did. Um, it worked. I don't know. Whatever. It's just one of those things that bothers me. I wish we we took more time. Thanksgiving is actually one of my favorite holidays because I like spending time with my family. Um, you know, you just kind of spend time. I I really enjoy Christmas. Christmas, you sit around, you spend time with your family, but. You know, you're really excited about, about you know, the, the presents and, and, you know, getting, seeing somebody else's reaction when you give them yeah. something. But Thanksgiving is more, there, there isn't that added thing that everybody's thinking about. It's just like you with your family and having a great dinner and, you know, just having laughs. Yeah. And I, I love that. So, and I just I feel, feel like, it's overlooked. I feel like uh, what it is is that life is like A box technology. of chocolates. No, it's like technology, <laughs> man. Yeah. Like every year, every six months, like we're getting like faster and like everything's more immediate and everything's just like, you know, I think it's just as we improve in our technology, our lives just become a big blur. Right. You know, and nobody's really worried about the things that matter anymore. It's all about, you know, 
how quick you can get it and how you know and then once you get it like you don't even need it anymore because you're run, you're running on to the next thing you know exactly what I mean? yeah christmas is here oh my god i can't wait till next christmas you know oh avengers 2 just came out what's going to happen in the next friggin marvel movie you know what i mean like there's nobody ever like sits and enjoys what's in front of them anymore it's always when is that next thing coming you know you what know i mean you know it's funny everybody always says like you know this is this is something that i think is interesting me and my friends were hanging out the other day well not the other day but you know this is a while back and we were hanging out we were it was for my my buddy's birthday we went to foxwoods and you know i actually had set a reminder in my phone to do this as corny mm-hmm. as that sounds but you know everybody always says like oh remember the good times yeah well i had a re- i had a reminder in my phone that just said good times and like, you know, we usually around that time would like kind of give like a toast for my buddy's birthday. Right. But we were all having a great time playing cards against humanity, really laughing our asses off. And I said that reminder popped up and I was like, hey, you know, guys, like, let's, you know, give it up for so-and-so's birthday. I was like, glad we're all hanging out. And I was like, you know, everybody says, remember the good times. I was like, guys, these are the good times, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody was like, that's fucking awesome. You said that because you don't think about you always think like back, like down the road you remember those times you had yeah instead of actually in that moment being like this is that time yeah you know and like take the second to appreciate it you know and right. i feel like we need to do more of that you know instead of just running through it actually appreciate yeah, it yeah so, exactly exactly i agree with that so but hey i don't know i just had to get that out but anyway so speaking of good times speaking of good times we went to uh, rhode island comic-con uh which was a great time um i i, I met a lot of a lot of great celebrities that I had been wanting to meet for a long time since I was a kid. Um, guys, you know I talked about the costume that I made this year for the Karate Kid. I did meet Ralph Macchio. And coolest thing about Ralph Macchio is that before I even got a chance to say anything to him, he was like, hey, man, he's like, your shirt's awesome. And I completely forgot <laughs> what shirt I was wearing. And I wear this shirt and it's got, it says pause. And it's basically a, a Jaws parody shirt where it's got, instead of like a, the shark coming up, you know, the famous Jaws poster with like the girl swimming, it's a cat with like sharp teeth and there's like a dead mouse at the top of the water and it said pause. And so he's <laughs> like, your shirt's, shirt's awesome, man. I was like, oh, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. And so, you know, right as we're about to, you know, get together to take a photo, cause that's what it is. It's like really quick. It's like, Hey, cool, man. You're Ralph Macchio. You're so-and-so picture. See you later. I like stopped all that for a second. I was like, hold on, before we take a picture, I was like, I got to show you this. So I go into my phone. He was kind of curious, like, what is this guy going to show me? And I was like, listen, pick. Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) I was like, I was like, hey, so I I was like, I haven't seen that before. (laughs) (laughs) So I whip out, I whip it out and I show him my, I go into my phone and I'm like, I was like, hey, I was like, I I just want to know what you think. I was like, I made this costume from scratch for this past Halloween and it was me in the shower costume. Mm -hmm. And I said, I I honestly want to know what you think. And he goes, he goes, we want me to be honest. I said, yeah. And he goes, well, that's honestly, he goes, that's one of the better costumes I've seen. I was like, awesome. Fucking Ralph Macchio approved that my (laughs) costume was awesome. I can put a star on this, you know, so that was cool. And I took a picture with him and he's like a super nice guy down to earth. Um, and it's hard at Rhode Island Comic Con. I wish I had more time with him. And that's the thing is that you go to these comic book conventions and you have all this hype to meet this person that you've been looking up to for so long. And then all of a sudden, it's like you've got 20 seconds with him. And then but it's that picture's going to last an eternity. It is. It is. But it's just like, there he is. I can't wait to meet him. Hey, boom, it's done. And it's so quick. I wish I had like more time. Just I wanted to talk to him. 
you know, and, yeah. and, and that's the thing, you know, when you, when you go to Comic-Con, if you have a media pass, which we didn't have, you can get a longer interview. Right. But they don't allow you to do that without a media pass, which is kind of a bummer because like you said, we paid for our tickets, you know, and, and, yeah. and media people don't necessarily have to pay for them because they're going to be getting, they're basically doing free promotion because of the listeners they have. Yeah. And that I get, I get that, you know, you have to, you have to have a certain amount of followers, right. And a certain amount of listeners and a certain, you have to reach a wide enough audience, right. To really, you know, have a media pass, right. My, understanding of what a media pass was and I, I found out I was wrong this weekend but my understanding was the media pass was like oh you are getting this media pass because you're going to get into this show for free and be able to roam around and do what you need to do in order to report for your your paper right, right. or your or your podcast or your show or you know the write on your blog outlet, or whatever yeah. right now the fact that you know somebody who is you know, maybe starting a blog or starting a, uh, some sort of media outlet, right? Mm -hmm. The fact that they can, that they can't get a media pass. I understand that because, you know, we have no audience. Yeah. Yeah. So what benefit does that, does that venue get for letting you into the show at no cost? Right. Mm -hmm. But you get all the benefit, right? Right. So my understanding was, Hey, a little bit of scratch your back, you scratch mine. I'm going to pay for my ticket. I'm getting, I'm paying for my ticket to get in. Mm-hmm. And when I go to see these people, I'm going to pay for my, my opportunity to meet them, which means that you're going to get like, you're getting my money, right? Right. All I'm asking for is maybe a couple of minutes to two minutes, three minutes tops to ask three questions and get three answers from this person. Even if I could only ask one or two questions, that would be fine. Right. Mm hmm. And I, I guess that's not a thing. So, you know, because, you know, they were like, oh, you know, no media pass, no, no media pass, no ass. So, right. Like, you're not getting anything. This is one so, of the things that I, I was thinking about, you know, as no we glove, were no going, love. As we were going to, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, but that's fine. That's it's fine. Literally though. what it felt like. But yeah, but it, it was, was fine. I mean, was, I understand. It was, I get it. It was blue balls. Like, definitely. But yeah. I will say this, you know, I, I think. When we went to Comic-Con, the one thing that we could have done that we didn't do mm-hmm. was when I went up to, to meet Ralph Macchio, even though you couldn't get an interview, right? you could have video recorded the whole fucking thing and then posted that. Like, I never thought to do that. Like, you're standing there with your cell phone. You could have recorded the entire interaction and then posted it. <laughs> like, I, I could have. That's actually... Why the fuck didn't we do that? Yeah. I can't understand that now. It seems like so, such a brain fart. Like, why the fuck didn't we do that? Hey, next you know, time that's yeah, what we're gonna do. Exactly. So, so here's the deal. Like, it, well, next time, hopefully, uh, you know, we can get a media pass. Yeah. Right. That's that's my goal. Yeah. Uh, where we, we don't have to do, to do that, and we know but how to we, do that now. Yeah. What we need to do. So. Right. And, and I mean, it's. I don't think anything's ever going to equate to. You know actually being able to talk to that person and get right. some but I mean like you gotta get what you can take. If you could if yeah, you could have recorded sure. that interaction, even for people to see, but from my records would have been Oh great. dude, I had a tripod and everything. I was ready to rock. Yeah. 
But you I know? feel like I feel like a tripod would have been like he's recording. Yeah. I mean, like you just being like, oh, just like I'm also taking a picture, but it's a video. Like, you know so I mean? yeah, I got you. So kind of do it like those people do in like the movie theaters when they're not supposed to, like kind of sneak. Yeah, it. like you could. I feel like that could have worked for yeah. a little bit. You know, <laughs> you know. Um, no, it could. It could have, man. And I, and I just, uh, I don't know, man. I, 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 I think we didn't think of that because our goals are lofty, right? We, yeah. we, you know, so we weren't. Like the videos that we were thinking about posting were so grand, mm-hmm. right? That we weren't thinking about settling for the smaller you know, stuff. Yeah. yeah. And and I guess we have to do that. I don't know. I hopefully, you know, you guys that are listening out there, you can just, you know, would you have appreciated something like that? If 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 that's something that you want, great, let us know. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, because you know, sure, we'll we'll definitely do that next time. You know, and I feel like we were kind of spoiled in a sense when we went to the Walker Stalker in Boston because it was it was a convention, but on a very small. It was scale. the complete opposite. So there was they these people were willing to do this because it was only the second year that they've been doing this. Whereas right. whereas Rhode Island Comic Con, even though it's the third year, I mean, this is blown out of proportion. Yeah, it was in two buildings this year. It was still congested. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that is one of the things that I know that a couple of you guys have kind of responded to. You know, it was the question that I posed was, you know, if you went to Rhode Island Comic Con, what did you think? And there was one gentleman who, you know, responded and said, you know, it kind of stood out to me. And he was like, you know, if I was a vendor, I would have been pissed because if I'm trying to sell something and people want to know where to find my booth, they have no idea where I am. There were no signs to tell anybody where anybody was. I mean, and as far as like if you're going to meet a celebrity, like, dude, there are celebrities there that I have seen pictures of. That I don't even know where the hell they were. I don't even know how I would have found them. And my buddy uh, uh, Jim Beller, who you guys you know heard in the, in the our fourth episode. Where oh, we, we got to talk about Jim Beller in a little bit. We do. Yeah, so, because I got something to say about that. Yeah, he um he basically went to Rhode Island Comic Con on Sunday, mm-hmm. and he had a picture of him in like a uh, I think it was like the Millennium Falcon replica, like this yeah. picture. And I was like, where the fuck was that? Right, I didn't like, see I didn't that. I didn't know where that was, man. Yeah, like it's it's like shit like that that I was like, I how did I miss that? Yeah, so I mean, it's still a growing convention, obviously, right? Like they're they're but still getting there. At least their, have a map. I, they had an app. Some they had an app. Yeah, but it didn't show shit. I didn't see the app myself. Well, Adam Manif actually pulled it yeah. up on his phone, and it showed a map of like stuff, but it didn't list who was where. Right. So yeah, so like, that's something that they can definitely improve on. Yeah. I mean, like the the reality is like that's a it's a show that what is it that like what is it like three four years old? Is it three years three old? Years right. Old, yeah, yeah, three years old. Right. And in its third year, I mean, mm. I just want I'm going to give it some some extreme props here. This show is knocking on the door of friggin' New like York Comic Con, yeah. right? New York Comic Con is New York Comic Con and San Diego Comic Con are the two shows that are the shows to beat, right? Mm. And like out of all the other conventions that are out there, because I've been to a lot of them, this is this this convention is really like the only thing that it's lacking is like you're saying, like the some of the some of the organization. Right. right. The organization and the uh, the making it user friendly. Right. To navigate. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> that's the only those are the only two things that that they're lacking because the crowd was insane. Loved it. Right. Dude, was, I saw some insane like, dude, talk about a convention three years old. There was a ton of cosplay going on. Yeah. Like good cosplay. Yeah. Not not just like, you know, somebody who woke up and threw on their, their footy pajamas. I'm talking about like. Planned yeah. out, no like, underoos. I mean, people yeah. went out there and they built costumes. You yeah. know what I mean? And but they were professional cosplay. Yeah, 
Like it was awesome. I like that girl with the wings. Yep. That was insane. Yeah, yeah. There there was a group that I actually met um you know I I've been kind of talking them up on our Facebook page. Uh it's they were called they're called Wicked Geeky. Yeah. They um, were, oh, they were awesome. Like they're amazing. Like I mean the stuff that they the the stuff that I saw just in the two days that I saw them uh I mean from Jessica Jones to Jessica Rabbit, I mean Yeah. Amazing stuff and I mean just the fact that she did a Jessica Jones costume when half like probably you know only 30% of even knew who she was yeah exactly um, that blew me away and the fact that she did it so well that I recognized it I was like hey you did you intentionally dress like Jessica Jones and she was like yeah we're cosplayers and I'm like word and then like the next day that same girl who was dressed as Jessica Jones was dressed as like a playboy bunny yeah and, and then her friend was Jessica Rabbit I didn't even know that it was the same girl that's what I'm saying yeah like that's what that's when you know your cosplay is like on point yeah like I had to add, like the girl that was dressed as Jessica Rabbit was Elvira the day before yes and so so I'm lo- yes. I'm looking at her and I'm like I, I was kind of looking at her weird, and I don't know if she was like, this guy's a perv. But, well, dude, if you <laughs> but I was just, but I was and really, have, and you have like ridiculous cleavage, like hanging well, out. Well, no, like that's that. what like, I'm how saying. Do you expect people not to look at you. No, but what I'm, what I'm saying is like, you know, I, 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 the way that I was, the way that I was staring at her wasn't because she was dressed like that. It was because I was trying to, I was trying to put the pieces together because I was like, you look very familiar. And then it, and then I realized it clicked. I was like, oh, this is the same chick. And I was like, you were Elvira yesterday, right? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, damn. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, I, yeah. I had no idea. No, they, they did a great job. I, I And those other, uh, that other. Um, I guess that's the point of a costume, right? Yeah. Like, And then we saw the other girls that were dressed like aliens. Like, yeah. The, the green and. The per- makeup was like so even. Oh, it was great. It was great. And you saw a really great, uh, like, She-Hulk. She did, mm-hmm. like, great and- makeup on that. Yeah, um, I mean, I've I've put on makeup like, and I'm not I, I, not for like a um, a like, convention. Yeah, but it was Halloween, and I was dressed up as a zombie, and I put on makeup like to be a zombie, and like to get the right colors and the consistency, and to make sure that it's even. And it, that shit is hard, man. Like I I do not envy like like women who who put makeup on daily, right? Mm. To get it to get it right, like that's you know props because shit's hard yeah right and to get it and to get one color and make that one color your skin color like i don't even know like how many hours you spend trying to get that just right but it's it's perfect yeah that's it why i always perfect. think it's funny when like you look at a girl in a picture and like she's like got makeup on her face and then you realize like her jawline is not the same color as her neck yeah it's like just like you need to check that out yeah like how do you not know how did you post yeah. this picture they so, need they need tips from cosplayers like they for do. real um, so but yeah, if you look on our if you look on our, our page, our Facebook page, you'll see uh, some of the references to Wicked Geeky, and you can check out their their Facebook page, which has a ton of photos. That I, I posted one of the Joker, which was absolutely sick. Yeah, definitely. There's also a lot of uh, stuff on at Redbeard Podcast. There's a lot of stuff that we posted when we were there. Um, so make sure you guys check out those photos. You know, if you want to, um, if you if there's anything that that you actually, you know, think was really cool. Um, let us know because I'm, I, I'm looking to post more stuff of what you guys want to see because there was so much stuff at, at RI Comic Con that we could have posted. But, you know, we were just going crazy because there was a lot of good work going on there. So yeah. um, it was just it was it was a great time. We actually went back the second day, um, you know, props to Rob on that because we were we were able to kind of, uh, you know, have a good time and and uh he was he he's a really nice, a really cool guy and yeah. uh and it was it was just great to go back a second day 
and uh, and see a lot of the um, you know the exhibits again that I had missed the first day. Yeah, and it was um, a lot less crowded on this on, it, the, it, on Sunday. It was, it was, it was really crowded. So we got Matter to kind fact, of cool yeah, story. Yeah. Cool story from from Rob was that you know it was so like it started winding down so much that towards the end. Uh, the actor that played Boba Fett. I'm not sure if it was Jeremy Bullock, who's the more famous actor that played Boba Fett, but it could have been the the other dude who I don't yeah. even... I, I got to be honest with you. I don't even know his name, but there was another guy that played Boba Fett. So it could have been one of them, mm-hmm. either one of them, because all he did was say the actor that played Boba Fett, but um, actually took some time and sat down with uh, Rob's son um, and told him stories for like an hour. That's awesome. Right? So, I mean, props to the actor. I mean, he didn't have to do that, you know, but... You know, he sat down and just told him stories about Star Wars, you know. And that is How something cool is that? that that kid is going to have, like... For the rest of his life. Tell to, for the rest of his life. Yeah. I just chilled this guy for 20 minutes. Like, yeah. awesome. <laughs> anyway, so, all right, Comic-Con was definitely a good time. Um, had a lot of fun with that. It, it was it was, it was was really a blast, man. I can't wait to go back next year and see how, how much it's improved. And I think that they know that the organization yeah. can still be improved upon. So And that's the thing. Like, if cool. you think back to the year before, like last year, like the organization last year was worse. Yeah. Like and now last, they really turned it around. But they put it in two buildings and they needed to with the size of this thing. I hardly had fun last year. Like, I went last year and I had an all right time. I didn't really... I didn't yeah. enjoy myself like the year before it was kind of like I was just like I don't even know what the hell this is it's like a flea market you know and like this one was like oh the second one was like oh, all right and then this one was like it was it was a it was a show it's they funny though game. it's funny because Don and I said the exact opposite we were like oh the first one was awesome because like there was a lot of room and we could see what we wanted to see second one it was like it was a little crazy and luckily we got in and out before the craziness happened and then right. to this year it was like holy shit this is like coming into its own so you know either way man i had a great time this year um a couple announcements though that i do want to talk about is um there is a kickstarter campaign actually going on right now um for a mystery science theater 3000 yeah where they actually want to bring this back they want to actually get enough money to actually just get three episodes give them um, money seriously i mean if they get to 5.5 million they could do 12 episodes which would be kind of cool but so weird though like all right so two million gets you three episodes but you add three more million three more million mm-hmm. right and that gets you nine more episodes I don't understand the math. How does that work? I don't understand work? the math either, but I'm pretty sure they know what they're talking about. Yeah, so sure. I trust those. But sure. I mean, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm definitely looking forward to that because I I, th- I don't think anybody can deny that those silhouettes, you know, for Mystery Science Theater were, were are they're, be- they're so recognizable. Yeah. You know, everybody knows like the weird looking alien and the, the human. And it was it was it was really cool. And they used to crack on everything. I mean, I think that my favorite memory of Mystery Science Theater was they had this guy it was like a, I don't even know what movie it was but it was like this it was like a movie from the 80s or like late 70s where it was a guy wearing he was on a bike and he was wearing a baseball cap and I'm talking like the kind of baseball cap that the back had kind of like the snappers we have to snap yeah, the sides and it was like in. a mesh yeah it was like a mesh yeah and it was like, like the front was like a white and like the back was like red. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 basically like you know the hat that you know Tom Selleck you know <laughs> mustache high shorts would wear, (laughs) you know? So, but I remember he's like, he's kind of playing like some undetective or or some uh, cop undercover. I mean, and he's got like a microphone and he says something. And one of the guys, Mr. Science theater goes over my hat looks like a muffin. And it was just like, like, and there's stuff like that, you know, like dumb shit used to make me laugh. So I used to love that show. So 
I, you know, and they just crack on movies. And that's honestly what, you know, everybody and their friends do while they're watching movies is crack on them. Yeah. You know, so it was funny to kind of if like. If this show could be that, that's what I would do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. all day. That would be awesome. So I'm excited to see if that actually happens. Um, that would be so badass. Another couple of some interesting news is uh, Nintendo is actually going to be making a big announcement uh, two days from now on November 12th where they're going to release uh, some new news regarding the Wii U um, and uh, the 3DS news. So um, a lot of theories as to what's going to be talked about. I know that, um, you know, Star Fox Zero. So you're welcome, Stephen Cullen. Uh, you, your, your choice made a, an appearance. Yes, that's, Star Fox. Yeah, that's something that's, that's supposed to be, you know, possibly talked about. Also, uh, it Metroid, only took us 19 episodes. Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> uh, Metroid Prime Federation Force is another thing. And perhaps, perhaps, big one for a lot of people out there, the Legend of Zelda for the Wii U 2. Right. So I was not a big Legends of Zelda guy. Um, I didn't really get into it, but I did play the game. I enjoyed it. But I know there are a lot of like huge Zelda fans, including the awesome Zelda cosplay that I saw uh, at, at R.I. Comic-Con. So, um also, um, no, Zelda, um, I, I got into Zelda when uh, Wind Waker came out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. that was fun. It was. I, I mean, Zelda for me, it was just like it was a guy walking around on a map. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what it was. Yeah. I couldn't get into it. You know, like for me, you know, I'm like a first person shooter guy. Yeah. You know, like I don't even like like games like Diablo where it's like, you know, bird's eye view shit. I hate that. Right. I like to be in it. First person view, golden eye shit, like Mortal Kombat. Like, yeah. That's 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 my shit. Dude, I and it, and it actually I like at first when I played Assassin's Creed, I was like, I don't like the fact that like I'm behind this guy, like following the character. But as I played Assassin's Creed more, I got more and more like I adapted to it. And now I just fucking love it, you know, but there's right. There's a lot of other games like I was playing Destiny the other day at your house and that was fun, you know, and I'm, I'm not a big Destiny guy. But after playing that, who knows, man, I might get into Destiny. I actually had a pretty good time. I did pretty well in my first fucking shot. dude. Like, dude, I was tearing <laughs> you it did. up. You did. Like, you even admit that you're like, you just first time playing this is like, yeah, yeah, I don't know what's going on. But I'm ruining people. So, um, <laughs> Some other cool news, too, on the Nintendo front. Um, this is pretty awesome. So Universal Studios announced that they are actually going to be making a portion of the park that is going to be Nintendo-themed, yes. which I think is badass. Because if any of you guys have ever been in Universal and you go to, like, Islands of Adventure where they have, you know, dueling dragons and stuff like that, which is, you know, the, the dual coaster and all those, you know, other cool, you know, amusements, it, I think that... Having a Nintendo theme park is something that a lot of people are actually going to be interested in. I mean, can you imagine going to like a Super Mario park, going down like on a roller coaster that takes you through like the tubes yeah. and stuff like that? Like something like that would be so badass. Yeah, like a little, uh, uh, like a, like a water park. Yeah. Like a oh, Mario yeah, going water like park. Through the tubes. Yeah. Oh my God, that would be a blast, man. Yeah. Dude, I, can't, I would love to, 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 oh my God, I would be so sick. Um, like you just like you got a row of just like these green tubes that you can just jump in and like they take they all take you to different places, different parts of the park. Like that's how you get in. That would be oh awesome. God, that would be sick. That would be it'd awesome. It would be awesome though if like every time you go in they have like like a laser, like a sensor that knows when you enter and it goes <laughs> when you go like through the yeah. tube. Um, but I'm trying to think of like what else they would have like big Nintendo games. Like I feel like Duck Hunt's got to be in there. Like somehow they got to incorporate Duck Hunt. I'm sure it'll be a carnival game. Yeah, like Duck Hunt. Yeah. But like, what were some other big Nintendo games? I mean, like Contra was a big one. Would they do something with Contra? You know? Yeah. Yeah, they could do that. 
And my other question is, are we talking about Nintendo like NES? Are we talking about like Nintendo 64? They're probably Super talking Nintendo, about Nintendo, period. Just doing like just Nintendo, Nintendo properties, you know? Be cool if they had like a GoldenEye section. That would be kind of cool. But that's very James Bond licensed. So, you know, yeah. I don't know. I'm just I'm just interested to see like I've seen. No, but I've they heard, could do perfect. No, that's rare. I was going to say Perfect Dark. They Perfect could do. Dark was so fucking good. Yeah. That's one of those like underrated games that I feel like not a lot of people. But Microsoft of people owns that now. What's that? Microsoft owns that now. Yeah, they do. Um, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing what they would do. I heard, uh, I saw like, you know, predictions online about obviously they would have like, you know, um, Yoshi and like Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon. Well, having like, um, you know, Mario and Luigi walking around, you know, stuff like that would be, would be really yeah. cool. Like, um, you know, the princess, <laughs> it's like stuff Metroid. Like that. Yeah. Metroid. Definitely. Star Fox. Yep. You know, like, Star Fox. There you go. There Colin. you go. That would be cool, man. I think, I think all that stuff would be really like a big throwback, like kind of really jolt you back to when you were playing Nintendo as a kid. Yeah. That would be so fun. I, I they should do, uh, they should do like a, uh, what are they? What's that? Super Smash Brothers. Oh my God. Yeah. Where you oh. could just get into like a, a bouncy pit and like beat the shit out of each other. Donkey Kong, obviously. Yeah. Probably be another one. It would so. be like an adult part of the park, like where you can get into that little pit and just beat the shit out of like the, the, <laughs> The people in costumes. Like oh, just, that'll be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Beat the shit out of the, the workers. Are like, I'm taking the day off. I'm calling out tomorrow. So, um, hey, you see, they took Hank out on a stretcher. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm calling out tomorrow. <laughs> F this job. I didn't sign up for this. Um, Yoshi, fuck that dude up. Yeah, dude, Yoshi's a G, man. He is, man. Um, speaking of Yoshi, when I think of Yoshi, I think of uh, when I went to Epcot years ago. Did you ever see like uh, that character, that dragon Figment? <laughs> like a Figment, you remember him? No. Oh, dude, he's like a little dragon. He's basically the Figment of your imagination. Right. Yeah, I don't know. He was cool. He was a little dragon. My mom was like, "Oh, it's Figment." I was like, "That was Figment." I was like, "He's a purple dragon. He's wicked cool." And I got this little like. It's like Spyro. Yeah, I got this little figurine, and I don't know what happened to it, but it's <laughs> awesome. Um. Anyway, so that that's some some news for you guys that I, I thought you know you'd be interested in some really cool stuff. Um, we're still waiting on the combat pack for Mortal Kombat X. No one knows what the hell's going on. It's a it's a hoax. We already talked about projections. It's not going to be coming out until 2016. So it's a hoax. Um, predictions and projections. Who the hell knows? But we'll see what happens as we get closer. Because I'm sure Ed Boon will like to throw out some more teasers to fucking bother us all. But um, speaking of hoaxes, oh, you want to get into this? Should we? Let's just do it. So. Hoaxes and projections. Uh, whatever. Projections and predictions, <laughs> you know. These are projections for the new quarter, Johnson. Yeah. Um, no, so Cooley and I were talking about this earlier. You guys know that I'm big into like the UFO thing and paranormal and all that shit. So everybody has probably heard already that last Saturday or this past Saturday, there was a possible UFO sighting over LA, um, where the, you know, the Valley and everybody freaked out and was like, holy shit, it's a mass UFO sighting. But then like almost um, as quickly as people thought it was a UFO and posted about it, the Navy was quick to release that it was a Trident missile that they were testing. Um, and that is the only problem that I have with this whole thing. There are a lot of different theories that have been brought to light. But my question is this. Cool, United States Navy, that you want to fire a Trident missile or test a missile. 
My question is, why would you do it at night? One. Second, why would you do it at night over the valley of in LA, which is a major residential <laughs> like right. city and think no one's going to see it. And I, I don't know. I mean, I just, I, those are the two things that stick out for me. Like, how did you think that no one was going to see this? Right. You know, and I feel like it, Oh, it's one of those things where you're never going to be able to, to prove or disprove this because, you know, there's always some kind of government cover up to protect people's asses and avoid mass hysteria. But if it was an alien UFO sighting, cool, you know, and the government covered it up right away. Um, but that, but that, my my case rests. Why would you put it over L.A. in the middle of the night over right. a city where everyone's going to see it? And I know you have your own theories. So I mean, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. First, first, I just want to say, like, how many, how many years? Or decades have, or centuries, or millennia have people like spotted UFOs, right? Like, and then you have like, you know, how many how many of those people actually spotted the UFO? Like, like a handful, right? Right. And then they report it, and like you know, you have these shared experiences between like five to ten people, right? This was something that happened over the city of LA, and everybody saw it, and it was like mass hysteria oh my god ufo like out of all the like out of the length of time that it's been that people have been spotting ufos and it's always it's always been like a select few that have seen it and a select few that were abducted right what happened did like ingok the fucking greenie like fuck up and not hit the stealth button before (laughs) they took off like i'm just trying to figure out like who? Why? Why fuck up now? After all those, and let everybody see you. Right. I and and like I said, I'm gonna play devil's advocate. And you know, there's been a lot of things where, um, you know, me me and my cousin are 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 huge into this feel this stuff, and we like to watch videos and come to our own theories. And you know, ancient aliens is out now, which is so crazy. Sometimes some of their like theories are off the fucking grid, and it's hard to believe a guy that has hair like that. But <laughs> anyway, you know, so it's like. You know, but even though, I mean, you listen to him and he's like, okay, that's valid. But like, okay, like, you know, smoke some more weed. So it's like you, you, you can see their theories, but then you look at like the facts and you see a sighting like this that happened. And there are, there are military documented cases where there's been places where we store nuclear weapons and they are active. And there have been stories and like I said, documented cases where... There's a UFO sighting very close to the base, mm-hmm. even as close to generals admitting that like they've seen a craft over their base, and then all oh, it's there for like ten seconds, twenty seconds, maybe thirty max, and then books the fuck out of there, and no right. one sees it again. And then the nukes have been deactivated, and they can't reactivate them. They can't make them active again because it's almost like they're trying to prevent us from destroying ourselves. So. Stuff like that is very interesting that that's documented and has actually happened. Like, who knows if you don't believe in aliens? I haven't seen the craft. I didn't know if it was there, but people are like swearing on their lives and their jobs and their reputations that this shit happened. So who knows, right? Like, right. why would they lie to, um, you know, you also have um, something like this that happens over L.A. And it's like there's a lot of theories that 
there's going to be a mass sighting where they are going to make their presence known where it's undeniable that they are here and they are real and we're not alone. And those are those, this is like one of those things where like Kavanaugh texted me right away. I I passed out for like an hour. I was so tired that night. Right. And he was like, yo, are you seeing this? Like go online. And he sent me the YouTube clip that I posted on, on redbeardpodcast.com. If you guys haven't seen this, check it out. But you know, I look at something like that and I'm like, holy shit, this could be one of those times where it's like, they're being like, Hey, what's up? We're here. You know, but then you have all automatically the Navy being like, Hey, it was a Trident missile. Really? Well, why would you fire it at night over LA? And why would, if you knew that it was going to make an explosion like that, did you think we weren't going to see it? Hmm. It just seems so convenient that, I mean, like I could see during the day in a desolate area, I just you know, think they weren't thinking about the atmospheric conditions. I actually feel like there might have been some. It, I don't know what the weather was like, but it it seems like there was some fog, maybe, maybe some some mist in the air, maybe a little humidity right. that that light was bouncing off of and and causing that cone like effect. And and they didn't take that into consideration when they were going to fire that missile. They fired the missile. They thought you maybe see a trail of light or whatever, and just whatever. Like it would just be a little, just a little. Thing. Fire in the sky, yeah. right? Pardon my pun. Um, <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> nice. Um, <laughs> movie gave me nightmares. But, <laughs> but the, but you know, I, I, I don't. I just think they didn't consider that. And then when it happened, they were like, "Shit, everybody's gonna see this." Yeah. Let's just blow the whistle. Hey, we were testing this missile, but maybe they were, like I said earlier, like because I was talking to you about this earlier. Maybe they were testing something that was, you know, based on alien technology that they had found. I almost burnt my hand on a Yankee candle. Um, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> it smells good, though. It smells uh, like pumpkin, man. Yeah, delicious. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> I bought it, not my fiance. I, I figured. Yeah. How's um, that make myself feel right now? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, like, I mean, maybe they're testing alien technology. Maybe they're testing reverse engineered alien technology that they're like, you know, that they, you know, built themselves mm -hmm. uh i don't know but i i just don't even those are more likely scenarios to me i just don't think that it's an alien craft and if they were gonna make themselves known i mean wouldn't they do something like more like amazing like because that wasn't like that just looked oh like, no i agree i mean yeah I, like, I, I mean i'm not saying that it was i mean i like i said i just like playing devil's advocate you know and and trying to test out the fact trying to fight the fact that it was you know earthbound but when the when the when the aliens from Close Encounters made themselves known, yeah, it was on a mountain known. in front of like you know maybe fifty people where they did like light displays. But it was a light show. Yeah, you know what I mean. If they recorded that, if somebody like recorded Morse that shit, shit, yeah, like they had news crews well, and everything, been, you know. I mean, if you look at if you look online, man, there's and they been were like come with us, you know. Well, yeah, went with them but shit. there's been like mass sightings, dude, in like Arizona and Utah where it's like it's legit, like. There's spacecrafts, like maybe like five to seven that align almost like perfect angles. Mm -hmm. And they do like light flashing where people have like literally people come out of their houses being like, what the fuck is that? And the government's like, uh, yeah. So it was like a thing with the stealth craft that we no, it wasn't. It was not because it yeah. crafts don't move like that. But that's <laughs> that, like, that's what I'm saying. That's what we would have seen. Something like that. Not yeah. not a fucking like Yeah, I know what you're saying. I mean, and I know? can see that. My only thing and you you already brought this up like, you know, the, the atmospheric, you know, conflict that happened which created that weird kind of, you know, burning light, but then again, if it is a missile, I question 
Does the front of a missile usually get like blue, like this ambient, you know, like it was just like so yeah. freaking bright. You know, it's like usually the back of the missile is what actually lights up because that's where the propulsion's coming from, right. not the front of it. But like I said, we're never going to know. It's all speculation. And, and as far as I know, um, you know, people have been saying that they found like dead aliens in their backyard after that happened. And, <laughs> and, and no, no, seriously, there's, if you look it up, there's like pictures online of like this thing in someone's backyard. It honestly looks like a deer. Like, yeah. like a fetus deer that I'm was, sure that's what and, it is. And, you know, it's funny because, you know, people post this and they think that, like, you know, the Internet isn't going to figure it out. And, like, they were like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, you posted that three months ago before this thing ever happened. <laughs> and now you're saying you found it in your backyard. Like, yeah. cool. So, I don't know. Um, my only other question about that is uh, if it was a missile, where's the debris? Of the missile. Is it in, in the ocean? In the ocean, maybe. Yeah, who knows, you know. Um, some guy in his sailboat, you know, had a really shitty night that night. We're so, not going to know. We're never going to know. So, yeah. you know, interesting to talk about, interesting theories, but, you know, you guys come to your own conclusion. Um, like I said, if you haven't seen the video yet, there's a pretty good video, uh, high definition on redbeardpodcast.com, so check it out. Um, Again, I'm like the most noncommittal dude that you'll meet. Like, it could be. Yeah, I'm not saying that it you know? isn't either. And, I mean, and if it and if it isn't, then it isn't. But it and I and I told you so. But if it is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if it is, then I also told you so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is totally. But you know, the government's never going to come forward and be like, "Hey, yeah, that was an alien craft." But like, hey, what time is The Walking Dead on? <laughs> so, yeah, you know. So speaking, speaking of, of the, the Walking, walking Dead, Dead, like that transition. <laughs> so we got to talk about The Walking Dead, guys, because. Obviously, some shit happened Sunday, and everybody's been up in arms about it. Now we know that Maggie is pregnant. Oh, my God. You spoiled uh, that for me. No, you didn't. Yeah, I just Anybody who says that should slap themselves in the face right now. Yeah. For you me. Guys, we, we told you guys it's spoilers are going to happen in this podcast because fuck We it. stopped telling you after episode six because you should know by now. Yeah. You know, if we're going to do a podcast, I'm not going to have to watch what I say. So, anyway, um, you know. Maggie's pregnant, big stuff. Um, we're still trying to figure out where the hell Glenn is. And that was a big thing. You know, Maggie was like, I'm going to go find Glenn. And then she realized, like, I need to accept the fact that he might be dead. I'm not going to risk my life and this other guy's life to go out there against all these walkers and possibly end up dead or in a shitty situation like he did. Because right. now she's not just protecting her interests, but the interests of her unborn child. So... I think that makes her a bigger woman for actually accepting that. And, and that, and, and let's be honest. I mean, if you've ever been in a relationship before, that's a hard thing to deal with the fact that the person that you love is maybe dead and you can't know or not know that. I've been in a relationship before, but I've never been in one where like I had to deal with that. So I don't really I'm know. Not, well, I'm not saying that you have, I'm saying like, oh. that's gotta be a hard, <laughs> that's why I said that has to be a hard thing to deal with. I didn't say. So the other day I was like, what yeah. happened? <laughs> I was, did she make it to CVS? I guess I'll just stay home and see if she comes back. No, I said it has to be a yeah. hard thing to deal with. Right. So, you know, um, so, and we're not in a fucking zombie apocalypse, you know, if she's not right. answering her phone, you know, who knows? Maybe she's <laughs> paying for, I don't know. Maybe she's at the gym. She's in the middle so, of using Apple Pay. She yeah, can't answer the phone. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. So, you know, I, I just think it's a very, uh, a very interesting episode. Um, and I, I just really, I, I think that something's going to happen with, uh, 
what is her name? The leader of the clan there that like lost her husband and is slowly slipping into insanity. Isn't it Angela? Angela, thank yeah. you. Angela, or is it Andrea? Angela, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I'm gonna call her Angela. She's 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 on the cusp call of like losing for short. her. She's already lost her mind. Um, but I think she's gonna. Well, I think she's fighting her way back. It she is. Like, she's yeah. fighting her way back. But I mean, like, dude, in a in a in a time like that, you have minimal time to grieve. Yeah, you know, you really do. Um, I mean, I just think they did such a great job with the episode. They threw a lot of stuff at us. Like uh, Maggie was pregnant. Um, uh, Rick kissed what's her face in the garage. That yeah. was the beginning of that blooming relationship. We knew that was coming at some oh. point. Yeah, um, that w- yeah. I was just glad he did it. I'm like, enough with the sexual tension. Mm-hmm. Like, let's Rick, let's do this. Yeah, this is not X Files. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. Um, then you got um, what's his face? Like that kid who's like, Carl, I'm saving your life. You can't go over the wall to look for the the chick that you want to get with. You know, like he's yeah, like, I'm gonna tell mine. your dad. You know, yeah, because she's mine. That's why you're not gonna. If no one can have her, then you're not gonna. Have yeah. Her. So. <laughs> <laughs> fucking puberty problems. So, and then, and then, um, what else happened, man? Oh, you got, I other felt like, girl wait, who let's co- talk about him for a minute. Cause he asked Rick to teach him how to shoot a gun. Yeah. I mean, did you almost feel like he, there was some ulterior motive to wanting to learn how to shoot a gun? Or do you think it was just that he was trying to be mature? Cause I don't think he was trying to be mature. It felt like he was, I think, I think in that type of an environment, there's a lot of things that cross your mind. One, you want to be able to know how to defend yourself, and two, um, yeah, he probably was angry and was using that as like I could kill somebody with this, and if I know how to shoot, I could probably take out Carl. The other thing too that I thought of, like, so there's that taking out Carl, right? Yep. Also, maybe shooting Rick to get revenge for you know him killing his father, yep. right? Or Perhaps he thinks and just thinking in the mindset of an adolescent that, you know, the girl likes Carl because he's he's tough and can shoot a gun. You know what I mean? Maybe. But so he I wants also, to be more like Carl so that he can win her affection back. Well, I, I mean, I think that's a possibility, but I I kind of disagree with you on that because I feel like Carl just has a confidence about him that he doesn't. Mm. Carl's been out in the real world, has had to take these things on hand in hand. I mean, I mean, Jesus Christ, look what happened at, uh, at terminus yeah. and all the shit that he had to go through. So he's been through it. And I think his maturity shows, oh, and yeah. I think that she's naturally attracted to that because yeah, she's I'm, been through similar experiences where this guy has been kind of sheltered. Yeah. I'm not saying that she, I'm not saying that she likes him because he can shoot a gun. I'm saying the, the immature brat that is looking to learn how to shoot a gun is trying to do that because he thinks that will help him win her affection. He wants to gain her affection. Yeah. yeah. The possibility. I, I mean, I... Because I don't think he looks at Carl and he's like, ooh, Carl is so confident. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, well, yeah, but I, I don't mean that. I mean, like, I mean like on, a, on a subconscious level. You know, it's yeah. like you're attracted to something you don't know why. Yeah. You know She's I, attracted to him. To him because yeah. of... I think because of that. But I think he... I think the other kid, uh, Ron doesn't understand that and he he he's seeing it the wrong way yeah he thinks because i don't he think he looks shoot, at like the girl's gonna be into him now yeah, yeah he doesn't look at carl that way he, he doesn't look at carl like ooh, that confidence is sexy but i also <laughs> you know what i mean but like, i think like, that i think that she might have that he might want to learn how to shoot a gun because carl basically saved his ass yeah and he was like i need to know how to save my own ass you know right and i think that was kind of 
a turning point in his mindset. You know, like there's these walls are only going to stay up so long and then yeah. we're going to not have to be able to defend ourselves. Oh, I hope so, it's that because like it would be nice to have him like kind of have it click in his head and just like, you know, man up. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, like, what are you going to spend your whole life in this like fantasy? It's not going to happen. Like nature's going to take its course and break down the walls. Right. I, I also was very interested in the fact that you have, what is, I'm so bad with remembering characters names. Cause I don't give a shit about their names. I just, it's just a story. Who's the guy that was following Maggie out through the sewers. That was Aaron. Aaron. Aaron, I feel like he really has, even though he's been out there looking for survivors and that's how he found Rick's crew, I feel like he's the type of character who is really like starting to align with Rick's group and understand that like these are real people mm-hmm. instead of being on guard because I feel like he was like that at first. Right. He was like, I'll leave water for them and see if they trust me and then they had to kind of really figure out where each other was coming from. But now he's realizing that even though Rick goes to, he goes to these crazy, insane extents sometimes to prove a point or to make sure that everyone's safe. He does mean well, and he's about protecting everybody. Right. And I think, I think he understands that. And that he understands that. just, just trying to hold it together and he wanted to help her do whatever she could do to kind of get her mind right and i i kind of like that about him it was kind of like i'm willing to risk my life to, to make you feel feel better you know for her right keep her, her, keep her sanity because like i said that's i've got to be an awful thing to deal with you know just not knowing is sometimes the worst yeah i, I also like that he uh he owned up to like, you know, that whole incident at the uh, that truck yard. Where he dropped the bag. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was cool. And because was you like, saw him pick up the bag, and then you're like, when's this going to be addressed? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. And he was like, that's how they found us, not because of anything that Rick did. You right. know, and, and it was like, it was a big moment because he's one of them. Yeah. Right? So, like, him owning up to that and saying, like, hey, Rick saved our asses, pulled our asses out of the fire mm-hmm. after I did that shit. It just solidifies Rick's, like, leadership ability. Um I was hoping that Rick would kind of put it back on, you know, Angela or Andrea, whatever her name is. Like when she was like, you know, the town needs you. And I was hoping that he would kind of like, you know, just double back and like try. Because that would have pulled her out of the funk that she yeah, was like in. Yeah, like the town needs you, yeah. actually. You yeah, know? or both of us or something like that. You know what I mean? Just like, hey, no, it needs us, you know. Right. And and that would have, uh, I think that would have gone a long way to making, you know, everything work between the between the townspeople and and uh rick's crew right i I also like the fact that i feel like you know last week we got enough of morgan and i feel like he was kind of like not in the picture here the episode i mean we saw him a couple times having his like judgmental look yeah you know but at the same time it it was nice to see him kind of take a backseat for an episode yeah and focus on the other characters that are still dealing with their own stuff that was great yeah i I don't, I don't really know. I mean, we've already talked about our theories about what's going on with Glenn, and you had a really interesting theory being somebody who has read the graphic novels and know how he knows how he dies. I mean, we spoilers, but if you guys haven't read the graphic novels, I mean, he basically gets clocked in the head with a bat. Yeah. It has, like, nails in it and gets... Many, many times. And gets really fucked up, and that's how he goes down. And 
And you had a really interesting theory, and I want you to kind of talk about that because I thought it was it's, I think it's plausible, and I think it's very possible that they're going to do exactly that. Is it different from the one I talked about last time? It's the one where you said like he's probably going to make it out, and and then they're going to hit you with it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I mean, they'll probably make it out by like the mid season, uh, the mid season break. Yeah. You know, and 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 we'll we'll catch up with him and find out that he's alive, and everybody's going to be like, oh, he's alive, yay! And then by season finale. We catch up with like somebody like you know Negan, and Negan's just gonna say, Bap, bash him in the head with the bat, and that's it. And it's going, oh, he's dead. Like we're gonna get a little bit more Glenn, yeah, just enough to make everybody happy now and piss them off even more later. Yeah, and you know? yeah, this is gonna take him out because I feel like the the graphic novel, the like the pick the, you know, the slide that you showed me earlier mm-hmm. of him getting like taken out. Yeah. You can't just ignore that in the graphic novels. Like, that shit's going to happen. Now, <laughs> and I feel like this is, if anything, this season is that season where that shit's going to go down. Now, this is not by any means a spoiler as to what's going to happen in the show because so many things can happen. Everything has been different so far. There's mm-hmm. been no, like, close ties to the comics. I mean, sure, the people that die in the comics end up dead in the show, Uh and but some some of the people that are in the show still have already died in the comics like years earlier. Uh, the the baby uh, Judith Judith or or Hope in the comics uh, died while still in a, in in her mother's arms uh, during the during the raid on the prison by the governor. Yeah. Right. So it's you know there there there's so many differences that you know my saying how it happens in the comics doesn't really affect how you watch the show because I still don't know. I'm still guessing like everybody else. But I also think you have valid points. I mean, I think right. it would make a lot of sense for every for you know AMC and the whole Walking Dead crew to be like, let's make people think he's dead and then all of a sudden bring people's spirits back up and then all of a sudden, boom, he dies at the end. It's like right. we went through all this the entire season only for him to be taken out after being alive for like two episodes. Yeah. You know, I feel like that is totally something AMC would do. Right. They fuck with you at the finale. So you're like, God damn it. I got to sit through Fear the Walking Dead <laughs> <laughs> to get back to the Walking Dead. Oh, I can't wait for yeah. Fear the Walking Dead with the boat, man. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Because I've been the, on a cruise and you've been on a cruise. Yeah. And it's just going to be kind of cool to like just yeah, see the crew out there. See like, like zombie sharks. It's going to yeah. be great. Imagine being on a cruise ship like that just trapped with a bunch of zombies. That sucks. What yeah. are you talking about? Like, you mean like... Oh, no, I'm not saying imagine it like, you know, man, that must be awesome. I mean, no, I mean, just imagine watching <laughs> that. Fucking horror show. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's it makes for good horror. It does, you know? it does, yeah. But I mean, like he's on a yacht. I mean, it's yeah. not like he's you know, oh, let's take on this carnival cruise line. Yeah, it's not a car- yeah, it's not a carnival, but I yeah. mean, it's still a big ass yacht. Yeah, I mean, it's an it's yeah, the guy's selling something. So I I mean, I think that uh, or he's just like a legit like politician lawyer. or something. A politician. Yeah, you know, I mean. But just the way, like he was like, I can sell anybody anything. I mean, yeah. it leads you to believe he's a drug dealer or a politician. Yeah, okay, I guess <laughs> I don't know, dude. But I was like, drug dealer <laughs> right yeah. away. I mean, because he's talking to a drug addict. Yeah, you know. So who knows? Uh, so anyway, this is back to you know the Walking Dead episode. Um, I'm really looking forward to see uh, what happens next episode and what they do with this season because it's it's been. Every episode has been a cliffhanger and they have really been kind of clearing up a lot of 
questions that I think we had about different characters and their backstory. And they, they've actually gone to the extent to create a 90 minute, you know, season premiere and a 90 minute episode to really, if you know, let us get the full story of, of Morgan. Right. And where he came from and what he's been up to and the shit he's been through and how he learned fucking Aikido. Definitely so, good stuff. Yeah. Um, great stuff. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just excited, man. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. So let's uh let's talk the uh, Jessica Jones trailer real quick before we oh, wrap yeah. it up. That was something that came out uh, today that we, we just posted it on uh, redbeardpodcast.com. If you guys haven't seen that, check it out. Um, go sick. for it, man. Because I know I had seen this a couple minutes before you, and you were freaking out just as much as I was. Oh, uh, dude, it's sick. It, it, is. it. So the first trailer that we got was awesome. And showed us a lot, but this one really kind of brought more of her character into it. Yeah. Right? Like, just like, you know, some of the little, like, you know, quirky facial expressions that she makes and, like, you know, the the sarcastic comments and, and stuff. And, and just the, man, the, the villain. Mm. All right? Purple Man is going to be a, a, an awesome, awesome villain. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I mean, he's just, like, he's creepy. He's significantly, uh, he's significantly psycho. But right? that that warrants, I mean, in like yeah. a, a, a villain. Yeah, but he's he's in like just the way that he uses like the mental powers, like the mind control and stuff like that. Like I like when they show that cop like willingly committing suicide, like yeah, you're climbing onto the ledge, like yeah, yeah, and he's just like move forward, yeah, right, and he's like motions with his finger. That I mean, just oh man. I, I cannot wait for this. I cannot yeah. wait for this. It looks awesome. It's it's one of those things I'm surprised, though, that they're doing a lot of stuff where it's like, you know, singular to Netflix or singular to Hulu, you know, where these series are just like you have to get a Netflix subscription to watch them. I'm surprised, like, this wasn't picked up by, like, an AMC or an ABC. But I liked it like Netflix is actually getting some good shit. Yeah, and I think I think it was purposeful like it was a bidding war most likely with marvel to like see where that series was going to land mm. um and if not then bravo to marvel for going to the right person for the job right. and just like directly uh because netflix before daredevil and the the whole deal with marvel like they had been putting out some pretty solid you know seasons of of shows mm-hmm. you know orange is the new black Lilyhammer, um you know house of cards you know, like solid shows, like pr- great acting, amazing writing, great production values. Like, I mean, like you could watch these shows and it looks like a movie. Mm. You know, I mean, uh, you know, Becca and I watched uh, all three seasons of Orange is the New Black. I mean, as soon as the new season came out, like we finished that in like a week. It's such a good show. It is. It's a great show. I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, what I like about it is you watch something like Daredevil and Jessica Jones. I mean, I'm pretty sure that you're going to be able to just go on and watch the entire season. Yeah. You know, like you can watch the whole thing in a day if you wanted to. I'm going to. You know, and I mean, I think that's that's what's cool about it is that you throw out a season and you're going to have a lot of people jumping on the bandwagon because, you know, people say it's the age where you want it now and you want it fast and yeah. that's how you gotta have it it's like so you can go on and be like oh shit what happens next episode boom go right into it finish the saying. season it's great it's the way things work now yeah i mean you know? that's the if thing it doesn't happen right now it's not worth it yeah i you mean know? and i think that's what that's the that's becoming a problem at the same time where people binge watch you yeah. know like there's no 
there's no anticipation. It's just like, you know, I you think get the biggest, that. the biggest problem with it is that you don't like, it's bad enough that you have to wait like a year for the next season. Yeah. Like now, like you literally like from day one that it comes out, you literally have to wait a year for the next season. Like you, it's not like, you know, 13 weeks, a yeah. year minus 13 weeks. You know yeah. what I mean? Whatever that adds. I have, I suck at math. I know it's 52 weeks minus 13, whatever. Right. <laughs> You have to wait that many weeks. <laughs> yeah, to get but the next season. Now you have to wait fifty. You have to wait fifty-two weeks, yeah. minus a day. <laughs> well, right. You know the thing is though, it, it was kind of like it sucked with shows like The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. You watch The Sopranos, and like obviously every week a new one would come up. But then it's like, <laughs> all right, guess we have to wait a year and a half <laughs> for the new fucking yeah. season. It's like Jesus Christ! Like how long are you gonna make us wait? Same right. thing with uh, Breaking Bad was on on the ball. Um, but there was another season. Uh, Dexter used to make yeah us until wait they a got lot. to like season five A A or whatever. Yeah, but, you know I, I gotta be honest. That pisses me off now. I hate this winter break shit. Like, just why do you gotta make us wait like fucking four months? Just you play the do, fucking show. You only make thirteen episodes. Yeah, like you gonna okay? We gotta watch six episodes to wait another fucking twelve weeks. Before you like, just play the fucking show. Simple as that. Yeah. Let us watch the damn show. We don't want to wait. I get it. If you're talking about a show like Sleepy Hollow, where you get like you know yeah. 20 episodes of the show right in a season, you get up to 10. You're like, okay, time for a break. Yeah. You know, give your actors a break. I'm gonna sound so un-American right now, but I remember like when the I think it was the first season of the Blacklist or the second season. It's like mm. we were wicked into it, and then they're like, we'll be back in three weeks because the Olympics. It's like, yeah, I like the Winter Olympics, but you know what? Fuck the Olympics right now because yeah. I am into James Spader and the Blacklist. Right. And it's like, I'm not saying I didn't like watching snowboarding and skiing and woohoo, <laughs> America. Like, I'm into that shit. I enjoy it. But don't play it at the same fucking day that the Blacklist is on. I want to watch the show. I want to yeah. know what happened to Tom. You know, like, that yeah, was have the Olympics like, on Wednesday. Yeah, like, you know? play it on a di- It's got to be <laughs> on the day that the one show that I want to watch is on. Like, Pick a different day. That's just poor planning by the networks. You no, know? Yeah, I don't think it is. I think it's. I think it's precise planning to piss us off. Like, no, you know, you know what they did though. To make us come back and watch and have us watch what? Because I tell you one thing right now, you plan to watch the blacklist. You're not paying attention, and then the next week you tune into the blacklist and the Olympics is on. You're like, oh shit, blacklist isn't on. Well, I guess I'll watch this, and then you end up watching the Olympics, and they know what they're doing. Dude, there was a there was a show with David Duchovny called Age of Aquarius. Yeah. It was about Manson. Yeah. Right? Um, NBC, in a really weird turn of events, actually released the entire season on Hulu before they even premiered the show on network television. So before the show even came out, I had already finished Age of Aquarius. Right? (laughs) Yeah. And then it came out and everybody's talking about Age of Aquarius. And I'm like, dude, I already finished that. Right? Like... Mm. I'm hoping that that was an experiment that worked because then you would get more stuff like that. So like, especially like NBC, that's where the blacklist is, right? Yeah. Um, like you could be watching the blacklist on Hulu in its entirety before it even shows up, you know, on network television. And and I got a feeling things may be going in that direction just because network television is really, I don't know. I think it's floundering because of, uh, you know, DVRs and DVRs you know, and now you got like everything at, you know integrated with apps with Apple TV and yeah and, and Hulu and, and like that. people are watching stuff on Hulu instead of network television and watching well, it dude, on, waiting for you. it to be on Netflix you know what I mean hey I'll pop on the Apple TV and go into Hulu man to watch like uh, 
scandal or how to go, how to get away with murder because I'll watch two ads rather than five minutes of fucking commercials. You know, right. it's like, and everybody's downloading popcorn time on their Macs now or or whatever because you can watch a show with no commercials and it's almost seamless. Yeah, you know, it's stuff like that. I, I mean, I gotta be honest. Enough with like the advertising. Like you want to show a commercial or two, great. But like, I'm sick of getting into a show and every fucking four minutes it's time for a commercial break. Like, yeah, let me get into the goddamn show. I don't care about a, the fucking new car that's coming. But you know out. what sucks? You know what really sucks? Um, these network television, uh, you know, broadcasting stations. They, I think they are all trying to work towards getting their own like piece of the the streaming pie. So I think a lot of them are like let's say NBC, AB, let's say NBC comes out with an app and they charge you 7.99 a month, right? Mm-hmm. And then ABC comes out with an app and they charge you 7.99 a month, right? Instead of everybody just jumping on board with Hulu, right? Mm-hmm. And just going all in and maybe Hulu charges a few more dollars a month and they give you, you know, everything, right? That's the way to go. I mean, nobody's I'm not going to I'm not going to spend, you know, 7 14 21, you know, 28, you know, $40 a month, you know, $80 a month to get like every channel that I watch, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Hulu's the way to go. No, it is, dude. I use Hulu. If they screw that up, it's just Yeah, and I I mean it really is to the point where it's just it's so, so much, much advertising that it actually is kind of like a chore to watch mm-hmm. TV. You you almost like like will record something that isn't on Hulu yet and wait 15 minutes just so we can start watching it 15 minutes late and fast forward through the commercials. Yeah. And, you know, that's the beauty of DVR that you can do that now. But what I hate now is even like on demand, which used to be a great advantage now it's like you start on like on demand, especially FX. And at the beginning, it's like this programming is not going to allow you to fast forward. It's like, great. Right. So I can watch the goddamn show, but I still got to watch all the stupid commercials. Yeah. You know, that's why I'll go to popcorn time <laughs> and select the show and hook it up to my TV or airplay it. And I'm good to go. It's just like fucking commercial. It's the same thing that happened with YouTube. YouTube yeah. was great. And now there's goddamn ads and everything. Mm-hmm. It's like I got to watch a 30 second video about Corona before my YouTube of you know, fucking <laughs> Jessica uh, Jones. Popcorn time's gonna start having ads too. I bet. Yeah, it probably will, but uh, hopefully minute, no one catches on that quick. The minute, the minute it becomes something that everybody's listening to or watching, mm-hmm. then people that advertise are going to be buying ad space there, and that's how those people make money. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're again, not gonna turn that down. Who's gonna turn down? Oh, I'll pay you a million dollars so I can reach. 40 million viewers. Yeah, but you know I think what I mean? there's, so there's got to be something going on with popcorn time because it's almost like you're getting these shows but then giving them away for free with no commercials. So I'm trying to figure out, like, can you really buy, buy ad space on that? Like, is that even legal in some ways? Like, that's the one thing about popcorn time. I'm like, hey, I'll use it because it's working, but it's legal. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like they're cutting out everything but giving it away for free. I mean, I guess it's technically a recorded show because hey it was on it was released yeah. on TV. And that's the other thing I don't get is if it's released on TV and you can watch it for free. Yeah. Why? Oh why? 
right? Can't die. Can't <laughs> die. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why can't I the next day watch it for free? If I have a DVR, I can record it and watch it for free and not watch any of the commercials because I can fast forward through them. You know, what is the why? Why Like CBS, right? Yeah. If you wanted to watch a show the day after, you can watch it. But you have to you have to subscribe, subscribe to their yeah. to their shit. They're not on Hulu, right? You got to subscribe to their shit, and and you know, that's why I don't watch anything on CBS. I hate when you got to like like you go on Apple TV or whatever you're using, and like you select the like FX, and you're like yeah, and then it's like putting your password. You're like fuck, yeah. I forgot yeah. my password. You know, and it's not like I forget my password. You gotta call Cox. Like, yeah, it's like, God damn it, it's another pa- I mean, like, I have all my passwords, like, memorized, but it's like, it's always that one fucking password for some reason. I always reset it, but. And then anyway. they're like, Cox is like, oh, can you read me the, uh, the inscription on your mother's wedding band? Yeah, right? Alice like, and Frank, you know, uh, U as in Utah, C yeah. as in crack, and K as in Kansas. Yeah, like, they ask you the most <laughs> ridiculous questions, like, that you didn't set up. Like, I never set up any of these questions. Yeah. What's the last uh, payment you made? I don't fucking know. I don't know. Don't you have it in front of you? You yeah. know what I mean. That shit just comes out of my bank account. <laughs> yeah. You know? Hey, the beauty of automated payments that I shouldn't have to think about, but I need to know that too. Yeah. I don't even know how much you charge me anymore. I just know that my bank account is just like empty when I go back to it like two <laughs> weeks later. I just know? wanted a Snickers. That's yeah, it. Every, every two weeks, it's just like, yeah. you know? Well, anyway, I mean... I think we talked a lot about we talked about let me start that sentence over. Wow. I think we talked about a lot today. Um like I said, I'm really excited for the next chapter of The Walking Dead to see kind of where that goes. Yep. Um but anyway, um yeah guys, be sure to kind of check out, you know, Redbeard Podcast on Facebook at Redbeard Podcast on Twitter, redbeardpodcast.com. We are kind of on all the media outlets. Uh check us out. Um you know, we tweet out some questions and some polls sometimes, so feel free to jump on those and share those and retweet those and, and uh, you know, really kind of let us know what, what you like to hear, what you like to see, and, and we'll be glad to get that stuff out to you. Yeah. Um, and honestly, guys, check out redbeardpodcast.com because we put out a lot of fun stuff. It's not like a news blog by any means, but just stuff that we find interesting that we think you guys will find interesting. Uh, or int- interesting. That's and what if, I was trying to say. If you like us, like if you really, really like us, then <laughs> then then like us. Yeah. You know, on Facebook, because you uh, really like yeah. me. Because <laughs> because like unless you really want to just hear him and I talking back and forth all the time, like without any interesting guests or interviews, then then fine, don't like us. You know, that's cool. <laughs> you know, th- then we'll know that you really like just us. But if you if you really really like us and you want us to get some cool interviews, like we need media passes, and to do that, we need to up our counts. Uh, so yeah, get out there, hit that like button. Uh, you can do it right on our website. You can go to Facebook. You can go to, I mean, you can, you can't like us from Twitter, but you can certainly follow us, right? That's Definitely. a, that's an option. Yeah. yeah. Hit the follow button and make sure, uh, you know, if you guys do like hearing us, um, we do talk about different things on our solo shows as well. So, uh, this past Monday, um, I, you know, uploaded my solo show where my buddy Don and I talked about just some 80 stuff. And, you know, Cooley's, you know, a comic book guru. So he likes to talk a lot, a lot about, you know, comic books and, you know, the, the most upcoming and latest comic book news. So make sure and the to New follow York him Giants. on Friday. And the New York Giants. So, you know, go Giants. They're doing good. Better. Good. So, yeah. So, uh, anyway. Oh, oh. No, we don't this have week. To, oh, this week, Giants versus Patriots in the, 
in in uh, MetLife Stadium. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about that. Hopefully, I have a lot of good stuff to say after Sunday. If not, you probably won't hear me. I'll probably just be sitting here while Tony's fucking blabbering about fucking Brady or some shit. I'm not going to do that because I told all of you guys I'm not a big sports fan, but... If I have to root for a, a football team, it's going to be New England Patriots because I live in the fucking New England. You know, just like I'll root for, I'll root for. The, I've been a Celtics fan my whole life, so I'm not just going to be like, yeah, man, fucking, you know, 49ers, San Francisco. <laughs> the fuck am I rooting for them? I don't live there. I mean, least, I'm on the East Coast, man. Give me that, you know. Yeah, you're on the East Coast. All right, whatever. New York Giants. Yeah, back in the day, that's all that. Yeah. That's all that there was on TV. All right, well, you know what? Say what you're going to say. We'll see what happens on Sunday. Anyway, guys, yeah. make sure to check us out on check us out. Like I said, in our, so, our solo shows, and next Wednesday we'll be here again on the Red Beard Podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon. Peace later. <laughs>